Welcome to another edition of San Joaquin Spotlight. This is a public affairs broadcast we're airing on CMAC, Comcast 93, and AT&T 99. That's uh, in the Fresno and Clovis area. We're also airing on Talk Radio 1550 KXEX on the AM dial. And finally, we're on podcast, Anchor FM, a Spotify company. We're on podcast. So we're in the studio here in beautiful downtown Fresno with our guest, John Chukasian. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having good, me. Good seeing you good again. Seeing you, I, uh, you know, I've, well, we'll talk about your music a little later on. But first, tell us about yourself and Barbara, your other half. Yes. Well, basically, I, uh, I was born in New York City. My parents came from uh, which is called Savas, Turkey. The Armenian name was Sepastia, which is 200 miles south of the Black Sea, and uh, that's the historic Armenian name. As a result of the Armenian Genocide of 1915 to 1923, most of our culture and music began disappearing because the Armenians were driven off of their 7,000 ancestral lands and they were dispersed all over the world. So I was born in New York City. I'm the first generation Ar American Armenian. And uh, as a result of the Armenian genocide uh, committed by the Ottoman Turkish Empire, most of the people that came to the United States had to go through Ellis Island. Mm -hmm, so there was a big mm -hmm, settlement mm -hmm. in New York City. And most of the people, the Armenian people that lived there were genocide survivors. So years later, many of the genocide musicians professional Armenian musicians would come to our house, they would bring their instruments, they would sing, they would dance, and they would cry, they would hug, and I grew up with this tradition. What a great way for you to grow up, you know, around traditional musicians, and, you know, it, it, it was, it, I'm sure that that had an impact on you. Oh, a tremendous impact. When I be became 11, 12 years old, I realized that 75% of our culture was gone, and there was no way to go back to the country of origin to retrieve it. So I said to my parents, I'm going to make a space in my life to save the traditional Armenian music and instruments. And I started learning the instruments from the professional musicians that came to our home. And that's how this whole thing started. And I felt that that was my obligation to save whatever's left of our lost Armenian culture, and as a result, we formed the uh, Chukasian Armenian Concert Ensemble. And these were musicians from Armenia that were displaced as of the Armenian earthquake. So I said to them, we need to do something to preserve our culture. So I interviewed them in Los Angeles, and we decided to form the group. And for the past 29 years, we've been doing concerts of Armenian music, mostly in American universities and concert halls. So, and then at some point you meet Barbara, and Barbara starts <laughs> singing, right? Yeah, I went to an Armenian, I, I, now, from New York, I was playing in the nightclubs there, so I could pay for my uh, education at NYU, where I got my BA and MA. I didn't know that about you, and I'm gonna interrupt you, I'm sorry, but I didn't know that about you. I've known you for years, and I didn't know that you went to NYU. Yes. Wow, okay. Yes, I uh, went there and got my BA and MA in music, 
And then I was playing in a nightclub called The Round Table in New York City. The talent scout from the Tropicana Hotel came, saw the show, and said, how would you like to work in Las Vegas? So I t spoke to everybody, and they agreed. So uh, six of us went out. The other two I couldn't uh, go. The other two couldn't go. So I replaced them with two other musicians. And we went out, and we did a year and a half lounge show at the Tropicana. And I came back and I told my parents, I'm moving to Las Vegas <laughs> because there's more opportunity there than anywhere else. So for 12 years, I uh, played in all the major hotels and lounges in Las Vegas with the group and was called the King Tut Review. <laughs> I mean, and was this, what year, what year was this? So okay, I, I arrived in Las Vegas in 1971 and uh, thereafter played for 12 years. And while I was in Vegas, I met my wife at an Armenian event and uh, enjoyed, her, enjoyed her company. And then I was invited to an Armenian wedding in Fresno. So I saw her a second time. And from then on, I started courting her. And six months later, we were married. So, okay. So your wife was originally from Fresno then? She was born in San Francisco okay. and the family moved to Fresno. And then... You get married and then you move here, I presume? No, the first two years we decided, since we're both school teachers, we decided wherever we, our applications were approved, we would move there. So Barbara's application was approved in Las Vegas. Mine in Fresno at that time was not. So for two years, Barbara and I lived in my home in Las Vegas. And then she said, John, you know, my family is in, <laughs> in Fresno and I want to move back there. I miss everybody. I said, okay. So Barbara had a house here. So we sold my house in Las Vegas and, and moved, moved here. here. And that was, it. that was it, you know. So you have been performing for a very long time. Oh, over 50 years. And, and you've surrounded yourself with very talented musicians. Are, are they all from Fresno? No. No, no. The original group, I have two groups. I have a folk group. And, and a concert group. The concert group are basically conservatory graduate musicians from Armenia. They reside in Los Angeles because they can't make a living here. The folk group is basically from here and Northern California. That's my folk group. And that's what, who will be performing on December 7th at the uh, University Church. And uh, you have the flyer somewhere over there. I do. I do have the flyer. And so, yeah, we're... There's going to be a performance, and it's going to be Thursday, December 7th at 7.30, yes. University Presbyterian Church. So what are folks going to come out and hear on that day? Well, it's kind of an unusual concert, Selak, yeah. because the first half is going to be flamenco music by Cerro Negro, who's a popular group in Fresno. They've played many, many wonderful events. And then the second group will be the Chukasian Armenian Folk Ensemble. Okay, so it'll be a compilation of uh, flamenco music and Armenian music, which is kind of unusual, you know. And I think it'll be very enjoyable for the general public. It sounds like it. I always love listening to your music, by the way. Thank and you. One of the things that I want our audience members to know, and you've brought here, is a coin. And I'm going to zoom in on that for audience members. You got this coin from who? Okay. One of my albums, may I have one of those? One of my albums with the uh, group, uh, a friend of ours, Marshall Mushigan, who happened to be an attorney in Armenia, 
took this and gave it to him as a present because he was dealing with properties in Armenia in 1998. So after President Kocharian heard this album, he told his secretary, I want to invite the group to Armenia to do a concert tour. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So I got a, I got a telephone call from his secretary and, said, and she said, how would you like to tour Armenia? So I thought it was a joke. I said, yes, I would, but who is this? She said, this is the secretary of Armenia. I said, yeah, I said, I'm the president of the United States. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> so, you think it's a joke. I think it's a joke. So again, she says, no, no, no. She said, I'm the secretary of the president, Robert Kocharian of Armenia, and his excellency wants to invite you and your ensemble to Armenia. So then I said, oh my God, this is a real telephone call. It's not a, it's not a joke. So I said, well, let me speak to everybody. I spoke to everyone, and we were all thrilled and honored at the same time, and we accepted. So we went to Armenia, and we toured Armenia for one month, and also Karabakh, which is Artsakh. And our last concert at the uh, Grand Salon of the Philharmonic Hall in Yerevan, Armenia, we were presented with the, uh, this is the back of the concert hall, and this is, the gold medal that the president gave us from wow. Armenia. Congratulations, and what this, an honor. This is the largest honor I've ever received from my entire music career. And here's the poster uh, of our concert tour. And, I, and hopefully you'll be able to see that. And if you look at the bottom, it shows that, what, it shows basically the uh, Philharmonic Concert Hall, Yerevan, Armenia. And, and the emphasis, one nation, and that's, that's basically the uh, concert tour. This was all over Armenia and no matter where we performed. What a great honor. Now, Armenian music today is different than the music that you're performing. You're performing more traditional music. Did, how was the reception of the traditional music? Did people love it? Well, let me begin. Armenia, because of the genocide, we call it Western Armenia, and Eastern Armenia is present-day Armenia. There's, there was a tremendous divide because of the genocide so, and because the people were scattered all over the world. So the only music that was heard in Armenia was the Eastern Armenian music, which goes back for centuries. And by very famous composers, it's more lyrical, it has harmony, it has beautiful lyrics. Whereas the Western Armenian music uh, of Turkey, which was ancient Armenia at one time, is more for folk dancing and basically for, uh, you know, everyday type of uh, environment. So it depicts basically basic living and the basic folk dances of Armenia from the various villages. Each village had their own personal folk dance. So when we played this, it was played for the first time and the people were very receptive because I'd never heard that before. So what I did, is when I got back, I recorded a lot of the Eastern Armenian music, and I made a compilation, and I formed a bridge between Western Armenian music and Eastern Armenian music. So we basically did something very unique. We combined the two art forms together so that people will say, this is traditional Armenian music, Western and Eastern. So on my CD albums, we have a compilation of Eastern Armenian music and the traditional old 
Western Armenian music, which most wonderful Armenian performing groups only do Eastern, they don't do Western. So if you come to our concert, you will hear a compilation of both. Very nice, yeah. very nice. I want to ask you, I love the vest, <laughs> and I've seen you perform with the vest. Yes. There's got to be a story. I mean, I don't know, but, and if there isn't, that's fine. Well, but what, the vest is traditional Armenian, or what's no, the vest? No, 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 this is, this is <laughs> American-made. <laughs> We just wanted something fancy, so we get up on stage and it'd be like an attraction like our folk instruments. Most people have never seen our folk instruments, have never heard them, so that's one of the basic draws. And we just wanted to wear, instead of a suit and tie, something folky. But it's nice. I mean, and uh, I Thank like you. every time you perform, you do have, I mean, you're not, you're dressed nice. You're very professional. So I'm looking forward to the December 7th concert, which you. you're going to have in Fresno. But so so the, the traditional Armenian music that you play, could you say it goes back to the homeland? I mean, did you learn? Who did you learn from? I'm sure. Uh, well, I learned these songs from the musicians that came to my house when I was a youth. So basically, they started teaching me this music when I was 12 years old. And then when I went to high school, I, I joined the band, I, I took up clarinet, and after four years, I started my own Armenian band called The Highlights of New York. And then when I got to Vegas, of course, I called it the King Tut Review. And after the King Tut Review, when I came to <laughs> Fresno, it became the Chukasian Armenian Concert Ensemble. So it's been a transition, you know. And you are available to perform, I mean, you, if I, Listeners who are listening to this broadcast, if they say, you know what, I'm having a wedding and I want them to perform. Oh, we've done These so are, many that, That's I want oh you to talk God. about that because, <laughs> you know, you, you are out there and you're available for folks to hire you and you play great music. So, Thank you. I mean, talk about like if someone's having a wedding or a party, they well, say, John, if, would you come? Well, if they like for engagement parties and like for weddings and like for... Uh, how shall I say, dances, you know, folk, uh, folk dances, where they have dinner and a dance. Yeah, we've been available that for that now f for many, many years, but that's not our focus. Our focus basically is to do concerts to preserve this music and perpetuate it. You know, wedding music is fun, it's nice, but it's not, it's not the total cultural picture, whereas the concert is the total cultural picture, because we talk about the instruments, we talk about the origin of the instruments, we give a description of the songs to be sung and played. So it's entirely different. At a wedding, you get up, you play, people are dancing, <laughs> people are walking back and forth, having fun, and that's a whole different scenario. Yeah. So talk about, we showed one of your CDs already. Yes. Is the, you played at Fresno State. and Yes, this was the one that was recorded at Fresno State in 2001, and we've played at Fresno State four different times. We've done concerts. And one of them, may I have that little uh, uh, thing? No, this one here with PBS. Yeah, and PBS yeah. across the street. Yeah, and PBS came and recorded this, and I made a copy of it. This is a six-minute excerpt of the two-hour concert we did. So there are just, to give the person an idea of what we look like, what we sound like, and uh, the songs to be, to be played, Eastern and Western Armenian music. So this is a little compilation so that the audience 
that's going to be hiring us has an idea of what we do. And, you know, you were on the Fresno Bee. I want you to tell oh, the story about this. Well, again, this goes in coordination with this album. After this, uh, after this album was made, this, this article by the Fresno Bee that was written by Mr. Hale, and we've got many, many uh, write-ups in Armenian newspapers and in American newspapers. So are there currently, is this a popular area to get in, this traditional Armenian music? Because I feel like there's only a few of you out there that are playing this traditional kind of... Well, music. there are a lot of Western Armenian groups that play beautiful Armenian music, but very few, if any, to my knowledge, play a compilation of Eastern and Western. That's, the, that's where we're different. That's why we have become a concert group, because we present it in a concert fashion. It's not a, it's not a dance, it's not a wedding, it's not an engagement party. This is a, a more serious approach, but yet enjoyable to, the, to an audience. Whereas, like I said, the wedding, everybody's walking back and forth and dancing and drinking and having fun, whereas ours is a sit down. You sit difference. down, you listen to the beautiful music. Yes. What is your favorite song? It's going to be tough for you to answer because you probably know a thousand songs, but... Well, I think my most favorite vocal that my wife, Barbara Chikazian, does is Musho Achig. And Musho is a, how shall I say, a derivative of the word Mush. Mush is a city in, in Armenia. And she's a Mushetzi, okay? She come, her parents okay. come from there. And Mushetzi means somebody from Mush. Mush, yeah. Just like if I say New York, I'm from New York, you know? A New Yorker. Her, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's my favorite because she sings about a young girl that's growing up in Mush in the old country. And it, that's my, probably my favorite. How powerful are the lyrics of a song like Mushoachi? Beautiful, right? They're very beautiful. They're very lyrical. And if you understand Armenian, there's a lot of poetry. I mean, a lot of Armenian music is based on Armenian poetry and experiences in life, like Bingyol that she sings, uh, an area of a thousand lakes in Armenia where her lover is looking for his mate among this thousand lakes and wants to find her and be with her. How beautiful, and this is why I like, you know, I listen to Armenian music. Growing up, I listened to a lot of, a lot more Armenian music than I do now. And it was always about nature, or it was always about falling in love, or the beautiful blonde hair, or the beautiful curl hair, and well, stuff like that. Yeah. Isn't this what the music is about? Yes, a lot of it. Talking about nature, the flowers, the beauty of the landscape, and on and on. And Armenians are melancholy, too, because of a lot of reasons. Because the history has been very sad all through the centuries. You know, they've been invaded by so many different nationalities. But we're here today, whereas a lot of outstanding cultures, like the Assyrian Empire and the Phrygian Empire, and many of those that were huge, huge empires have disappeared, but yet the Armenians are still They're here. They're still in Armenia, went yeah. through it's a war. A, it's our tenacity. It's, it's, it is. It's for Armenia to be in the neighborhood that they're in to yeah. survive right. is amazing. But, you know, this is, people all over are enjoying your music, and some of the politicians 
Yes. Also, and I'm, I want you to talk and, about... And, and one, I, I one politician that's about... present is Mike Carbasi. He loves our music, and he, and he always supports our music. What? And he's running for Area 2 again. He's a nice guy. Mike very nice Carbasi, guy. I, very approachable, very nice guy. Yeah, I, and does good work. And I, so talk about the Horizon Awards in 2002. Well, uh, Fresno Arts Council uh, decided to uh, award me the Horizon Award, which is given once a year by the Fresno Arts Council and the city of Fresno. Here is Mayor Autry in 2000. Uh, <laughs> 2002, giving us the, the uh, award right here, the Horizon Award in uh, Fresno City Hall. So this was a very, very nice award and, and a very prestigious one. And congratulations. I feel Thank like you. you've gotten a lot of awards. Nothing like the country of Armenia's award. Yes. But, you know, here you are with Henry Perea, you know. And, and the key to the city. And uh, Mr. Henry Perea, who was the council president at that time, uh, awarded us the key to the city. He came and heard us at a concert, and he felt that we deserved the key to the city. And again, thank you, Mr. Perea, for supporting us and seeing worth in our Armenian music and culture. Thank you very much. So we are running out of time this week on the program. And... For our audience members who are listening to this on the radio, you know, they are going to hear a little bit of your music in the background, even on the TV version as well, as we're talking, because I'm going to incorporate some of that music in the background. Yes. I, I mean, talk I, about... Yeah, One thing, we have produced five CDs from the CDs where I've traveled and found a lot of these lost songs that have never been played in America or heard in America, and I brought it back, I transcribed them, and put them on these albums. These albums now exist in the Smithsonian Library, and anyone, any scholar doing research on Armenian music could go to the Smithsonian Library in Washington, D.C., and listen to these five different CDs that have been submitted to them. That's amazing. So they can go do their research and listen to traditional music while they're doing it. Right. That's an excellent idea. I never even thought of that. Yes. So finally, let's lastly talk about this concert coming up, December 7th. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay, Cerro Negro, wonderful, wonderful flamenco group will be performing first. And this is a compilation of Armenian music and flamenco, which is very seldom done. But in the second half, John and Frank are also going to play in our Armenian group. So I've trained them in Armenian music, and I haven't gone into flamenco music, but that's okay, you know. So the second half will be traditional Armenian music. So it'll be a nice concert at the, at the church. And, and the address is, I see right here, I believe. There it is. There, the address is University Presbyterian Church, 1776 East Roberts at near Cedar. And if you need to call them, it's 559-439-8807. And it's $20, and it's uh, in advance, and at the door is 25 And if Which, you want... You know, that's very reasonable for an evening of live 
music. music. Yes. I mean, you got two bands, right? And they're not. I want the audience members to know that this, like, this is your profession. Like, yes, you do this professionally. So, you know, when they come out, they're going to hear wonderful music, wonderful instruments. Thank you. Um, are you you're going to be playing which instrument? Clarinet. Yes. We're excited to hear you on the clarinet. Thank you. And the Fresno Folklore Society is the sponsor. And you can go to their website and get a discount ticket at www.fresnofolklore.net. So that's fresnofolklore.net. F-R-E-S-N-O-F-O-L-K-L-O-R-E.net. And again, this is the flyer. Okay. And they can find out more information uh, by, like you said, calling the, the University Presbyterian Church. Exactly. 439-8807. Right. Final thoughts. What's next? I mean, are you... Okay, I want to do one thing. Sure, uh, sure. Our music is not just for the Armenians. Here, across... Oh, oops, sorry. Upside down. <laughs> upside down. Here we played of the Arte Americas, and they presented us in their courtyard, and we did a concert of Armenian music for the Hispanic community in Fresno. So please, everyone is welcome. You don't have to be Armenian. You could be Hispanic. You could be Hmong. You could be anything you want. Any ethnic group, come to our concert. And here's Latin Up, where we did Armenian music. The, the Armenian music, could you compare it to something? I mean, if you had to compare it to... Well, the closest I could compare it to is probably Middle Eastern music. And our music is based on makams, which is a scale. In Western music, we don't have, we have major and minor, augmented and diminished, okay? In Eastern music, our culture, we use quarter tones, which is a small particle of, of a scale, which is not found in Western music. So that's the difference. That's the difference. We use quarter tones. Western music doesn't have the ability or hasn't used it thus far. On that note, John, thank you so much for coming thank you. to the program. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if, you're, if the audio sounds a little different, we're live in the studio. We haven't done this since before COVID. So right. thank you for coming to the studio this week. I really appreciate on the program. your help. Uh, We're going to encourage our audience members to come watch you and the band perform. Thank you to our audience members watching this broadcast on CMAC, Comcast 93 and AT&T 99 in the Fresno and Clovis area. Thank you also to those listening to Talk Radio 1550, KXEX on the AM dial, and to those on Anchor FM. I was your host, Sevag Tatiosian, our guest, the one and only John Chukasian <laughs> of the Chukasian Ensemble Band. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, again. and God bless you, and thank you for having us. You're welcome. <laughs> Tune in next week to a new edition. program was made possible in part by FaceLogic Essential Skin Care and Spa in Clovis.